strength. When we hear that word, we often relate it to physical strength, but it's important to be strong in our mind and our spirit as well. Hello, and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and I'll keep you updated on my most recent episode. Today, we're going to talk about building strength in our mind, our body, and our spirit. Joining me now is Michael Kirkowski. He is a entrepreneur, podcaster, strength coach, and he works with busy professionals on creating the perfect harmony in their physical, mental, and spiritual strength. So thank you for joining us, Michael. Absolutely, Robin. Thanks for having me. I love this topic because as we were talking before I started to record, I over the years have always been in a fitness and health, but as I've gotten older, I realized it's more than just physical health. We need to be strong in so many different ways. Talk to us about that and, and give us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, the strength, you know, it's funny. I've had people ask me before, like, what is the definition of strength? And I said, I both love that question and hate that question because <laughs> I love it because strength is is so valuable. It's a greater purpose, I believe. And it's a container for all things in our life. And it's what I do. But I also hate it because I never felt like I had a good answer to it um, because it can be very subjective to all of us. Um, if I ask anybody, like, when you think of strength, what is it? nobody's going to have a, like the same answer. It could be physical. You could be thinking mindset or spiritual. Um, what I think of is strength is what we rely on when we're tested in life. So it's like, that's why I think strength is so powerful. And that could be physically, it could be a physical challenge, but more so it does come into mentally. It comes into our spiritual connection. It comes into emotional, our relationships. Like you need to have strength in all of these different areas. And what I have tried to work on for specifically the last few years is how one modality of strength can impact the other one. Can your physical impact your mental and vice versa and everything around? So that's what I really work on with strength. And my background, I guess, is you take it back. I've been a personal trainer, strength coach for 15 years now, um, you know, as we're talking now when I first got started. And like everybody, when they're in their early 20s, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make an impact and work with people. Um, and I thought I liked fitness, I liked health and got in with a good friend of mine and started learning about functional movement, about assessment, kind of the biomechanics of the body. And so my kind of introduction into this world was very much on the physical front. But at that point, I just knew about aesthetics. I wanted to look good. I wanted to be as strong as possible. Sure. That's how we all get into it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that's a, you know, it's an important proponent and a, and a component of it, but I started to look more at the, you know, how the body functions, how does it move? How is everything all interconnected together? If we have asymmetries in our body or compensations, how that could impact our movement later down the line. So I started getting into that and working with people who were in their 50s, 60s, 70s, who are really looking for more quality of life type training. And from that, just kind of just a labor of love, just working at it, you know, all day, every day with people started to learn more about it. And then you learn how you know, people, when they got in better shape, their relationships got better, their work got better because they had more energy. I used to joke when I was uh, at a kind of a commercial based gym, my office was right in front of where people uh, swiped in to go and check in. And you could see the physical difference of how they walked in and their body language after a few weeks, and they were really getting into their program and they were seeing results. You physically saw the change in how they just presented themselves, you know, to life. So since then, I've just been 
working, left a, a place for 10 years, joined a friend in a studio, then made some more changes uh, in 2020 when a lot of this crazy stuff happened in the world. And sure. for the last 18 months, I built my own, you know, business breakthrough secrets where, you know, I work with people on that word harmonizing, trying to harmonize physical, mental, spiritual strength, whatever we need the most at different times. That's what we really focus on. I love it. I have a similar path that I was younger. I did some bodybuilding, fitness competitions, and I, you know, worked out mostly just to, you know, kind of look good, to feel good, mm -hmm. to get some energy. But it really wasn't about as much functional because when you're in your 20s, that's not really a concern. Yeah. Everything's yeah, you're working. functional. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's working. And then when you get a little older and things start to wear down a little bit, you start to think about, you know, longevity and making the body parts last. And not just that, but also the the mental aspect as well. You know, mm -hmm. how, you, how your physical and your mental health all relate to one another. And mm -hmm. I totally can hear where you're coming from because um, I just turned 60 myself, which is, <laughs> it's hard to say those words because wow. you were every age up until mm -hmm. then. And when people meet you, they just meet you at your age now. Mm -hmm. But you think of yourself when you were younger, and I think, gosh, I could just run. I could work out. I used to run in the morning and lift weights at night and go out dancing. And mm -hmm. now my body just doesn't function like that anymore. I need a little more rest in between those kinds of activities. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going out at 11 at night. I'm coming home. <laughs> right, <laughs> so exactly. Things, things have changed a bit. So I guess my question to you is when you're working with folks that are maybe 50s, 60s, 70s, how do you keep them motivated? What approach do you take? And and what kind of results do you see? Motivation is an interesting thing because, uh, you know, oftentimes the people I work with now, like they have a lot of different priorities in their life. They're trying to juggle a lot of different things. So being able to feel competent and feel in control and capable that they still can get their goals in and get all the other things done in life. If you can find a path and put a plan together uh, you know, for that, then oftentimes the motivation just comes. It's a tricky thing because we we think from, you know, seeing different things in social media or the old training montages that you see in gyms that you need this epic amount of energy and motivation towards striving to your goals. Anybody that's built anything of success, whether it be your body, whether it be a business, whether it be a family, you know, it takes a day in and day out, just work to get that 1% better. So oftentimes, like we don't, like we say incremental progress, right? And we know that's the way to do it. That's not sexy. And that doesn't sell anything from there of talking about the <laughs> incremental really progress. Exactly. It's the truth. It is. So, I mean, uh, there's some people who, okay, well, I'm going to take the shortcut and I'm going to sell short-term results to get people in the door and hopefully they'll stay afterwards. Or if you just have a conversation, you actually take a little bit more time on the planning front of it versus just going right in and trying to attack the goals. That's what I saw early on, and I feel very fortunate that I did, of the big thing that I made a change on that really was a success for me is I would spend an hour or 90 minutes with people when they first came in to just devise a plan about how can we attack this? What did you do before? Was that successful or not? You'd be amazed at how many people we go into a goal and we say, well, what are you going to do to achieve this? And we're going right back to the thing that didn't work the last time. So it's just the same insanity yeah, going over. We're trying. Be well, this is different because <laughs> I feel different. I feel really yeah. motivated right now, you know, and it is. And more so it's just because what we're really saying is 
I don't know another way. And I'm really uncomfortable talking about this. I don't feel good in my skin. So I'm just going to go back to what I remember before, because that's at least going to give me some short-term relief right now. Yes. So as coaches, I think the biggest thing we can do is actually spend that time and take that time of breaking down. Like, what are you about? Like, what's your life? Like, why did you like, why has this been a struggle for you before? Why haven't you succeeded before? Okay. What are you going to do in those days when you don't feel you know, good. I call it with my clients scouting the defense. Like when the defense is coming and they're trying to sack you with the ball, like, what are you going to do? Seeing it ahead of time. And the more you answer these questions, then you know that regardless of what happens in the day or in your life, you can still do something to move forward in your plan. Because a lot of people I saw, you get very motivated when you have a new goal. It's a really, it's the honeymoon phase, you know, it's like a brand new relationship, right? Everything is new. Everything's exciting. So when we get into a new program, we start, you know, going down and we feel really motivated, but then something is going to get thrown in your way. You know, you need to work late, you get sick, a family obligation, something derails you or throws you off. And now all of a sudden you feel like you're playing defense, you're backpedaling because you had this perfect plan in your mind of thinking everything needed to happen in a very sequential order in order for you to achieve success. Yeah. The reality Generally, is the graph doesn't just go straight up. It, it never, of- <laughs> it, it never does. And again, like this is self-evident, I believe, and we all know this, however, actually applying it into life. And when these things pop up, like my clients probably hate me in some ways, because when they first come up with their obstacles, I'm like half laughing. It's like, Hey, we knew this was going to come up. All right, let's see what we can do. It's almost exciting when those obstacles come up, because if you realize that you can navigate around it, and you can do hard stuff when things pop up, that is a different type of mind. So that's, I think that's mindset work without talking about mindset work. It's yes, being able that's to such get a buzzword mindset, mindset. You hear that exactly. all the time, but really yeah. it does come down to that. And it also, I love what you said, because you could go to the gym for four hours, work really hard. You could eat really healthy. You're going to look exactly the same the next day, yeah. but the next day and the next day and the next mm-hmm. month and the next, all of a sudden something begins to change. And it's not just how you look, it's how you feel, as you said, your confidence level. Mm -hmm. And not even just that fact that you've changed your body, it's the fact that you did something that was hard. I mean, if it it. were easy, everybody would look good and be in shape. It takes effort. And I don't know if people really, you know, people kind of gloss over that part. (laughs) 100%. They want to get to the end and they don't want to read the middle of the book first. Of course, of course we do. I mean, 90% of people who win the lottery go broke after the, in a couple of years, you know, it's like, we all wish, yeah, we all have a million dollars. You don't change any habits. You didn't build anything up to that. So you just live the same way. And then all of a sudden you're broke after a bit. It's the same thing. If we had a pill that could give you the exact perfect body, 90% of people who got that would be back to where they were years down the line. Okay. That's just how it is. So you need to you know, look at it day by day. That's why as coaches, I think the the biggest thing that, you know, coaches do is we don't plan things out. We help adjust plans when shit goes crazy. I think <laughs> that's the best that thing that we can do. This is a broadcast, so we can say Ex- that word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let me just ask you this. So, okay, I'm a 55, 60 year old man or woman. And I come to you and I have a busy job and I have a lot going on in my life. Uh, Maybe I have an aging parent or um, even, you know, a a 20 something year old kid that's giving me a tough time. Who knows what? Everybody has something in their lives, but you, you, you got out of shape. 
maybe you're overweight and mm -hmm. you want to get back into it, but you don't know how. Maybe you worked out at some point in your life, but you just, you kind of just let it go. Mm -hmm. Where do you go with that? Where do you start? Well, first you start with where are you right now? Like that's a good synopsis and framework, but there's a few questions that I would ask and I would dive deeper into. And I encourage anybody listening, if you are in a situation like this, is say, yeah, we all know what is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? Okay. But then I would start asking why on that and get to an emotion behind it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. what is how you're feeling right now, what you're doing right now, how is that affecting your life? Okay. And then there's a couple questions is what happens if you don't do anything? I think Good that's question. a major, it's I a like major question. Qu it's a major question we don't ask because change only happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of changing. That is so, so true. You yeah. always hear someone had a heart attack and then they finally decided to start working out and eating better after that. Exactly. They had yeah. Scare. Yeah. They looked you into know? the abyss and they saw the light and they came yeah. back on it. Be like, oh shit. Like I don't, I do not want to do that. So yeah. that's when things really make a change and make a switch. It took a long time to get to that, but all of a sudden things just change in an instant. And that's a question we don't ask a lot because it's very uncomfortable. Yes, where it's like, if it you is. say like, okay, this is how I'm living right now. Okay. If this is how I live in another year and another year and another year. And again, like when you're in your twenties, like that's the time to make mistakes or so. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm a year shy of 40. So I'm in a zone where it's like, okay, now I'm getting to that mode where there's things I have to do, or I really want to do because <laughs> of time. All of a sudden you're like, okay, if I keep doing the same things now, all right, this is how it's going to look in the next year. Am I okay with that? Or am I okay with that? And that's where that's it's a major thing. So we don't ask that question a lot. No. But then, then the other piece I would say, and this is another uncomfortable um, question to kind of dive into, is like, are you afraid of succeeding? And so oftentimes it's like, if you succeed, if you are overweight and you change this, how is that going to impact your life? You know, you're going to be a different person. How is that going to change you? And actually getting that visual. Yeah. Sometimes so, people are comfortable in what they know. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they the, get they get kind of stuck in a rut, but they know that rut. That's their rut. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we call that, we, yeah. We call that comfortably numb. Yeah. You know, where it's like things are like. about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Pink Floyd. You know, it's like it's and how many people are in that situation where. I don't like my job, but I mean, I'm, I'm paid. Okay. Like my bills are paid and I get, you know, I get benefits mm -hmm. of it. Oh, I'm, I don't know if this relationship is going well, but you know, they, they don't abuse me and you know, it's love it. Like, it's nice. Like it's really comfortable when we're together and stuff like that. And well, I do want to change, but you know, I'm, I'm okay in my body. Like I feel comfortable. It doesn't hurt that much. Like we start rationalizing these things in our mind where things aren't as bad, but it's really not what we want. Yes. And it's, it's very it's, hard to make that change. It, it really wonderful. is for a, a lot of people. I call it, um, I say to my kids, don't be a cork bobbing on the ocean. Have That's some it. direction in your life. Don't just get up. I mean, think about it. Like how most of us, most Americans get up, you know, go to work, you know, after they've graduated school or whatever, do their thing, take care of their family. You know, you have some fun along the way, but you're in this, you're almost on this routine of just that's life. And yeah. then you retire. And then what do you do? Like, it just goes much yeah. faster than you think. I mean, I know as I've, I've, I've gotten older mm -hmm. and I do think that the pandemic had people thinking a lot more about this. Don't you? I do. I mean, people started to, 
I mean, take a good hard look at a lot of different things. And you see a lot of people, they, we went in a lot of different ways. Some people just were looking for somebody to tell them what to do, you know, mm -hmm. and I just want to follow this because I don't want to think about it because it's too challenging. It's too hard. Then I had a lot of people, many good friends of mine who really excelled at this time, you know, and that's not saying like other people didn't have really challenging times and it was a lot of craziness, but they looked at this of like, okay, like I've been given some different times. I need to pivot mm -hmm. and change some stuff. Is there a reset button? Exactly. Sorts. Like, what mm -hmm. are we going to do? And then you realize like, I have uh, you know, there's a person here in my hometown who was a member of the studio that was at and uh, her and her husband own a restaurant. They built an entire outdoor patio in two days from, it went from like nothing to anything out of just the necessity. It's like, oh my mm -hmm. God, like people, you're like, that's so amazing what you did. And she's like, it's not amazing at all. We had to do it. Otherwise we were possibly going to have to close down our restaurant. It's like, yeah. so sometimes these necessities, you know, come out oftentimes. So again, it kind of goes back to what is strength? Well, it's what you can rely on when you're tested. Yes. And the thing is like, we don't think those tests are going to come, but they're always going to come. And oftentimes they come at the most inopportune moments. So the more you can build your strength and build these little routines that you can do throughout the day, Mm -hmm. then the more and when those tests come, it's like withdrawals are going to happen. You're going to be able to, you know, to pay it out. Do you see in your clients when you're working with them that they are able to overcome these obstacles and move through it? Sure. Well, I mean, everybody's a, a little bit different and, but it's putting things together on a week by week basis. You know, that's how I, that's how I coach. That's how I train. Like, I don't look at things like, oh, this is our 12 week plan. And at 12 weeks, this is where we're going to be. I'm looking at the next six to seven days and then we're yes. making adjustment because that's life. You don't know what's going to happen in that time. And kind of going back to the, like the motivation of it, it's like when these obstacles come up, okay, what happened? How did we react to it? Okay. If that pops up again, what can we do to make a little change? Like maybe we can't get exactly the plan down from a time limit or something else, happened, but is there something that we can do that we can still move forward? And again, so it's like putting these things down where you don't need an exact plan to follow all the time. Oftentimes you need a framework mm -hmm. and then we, and then we play inside that framework. Yeah. Do you work with their diet as well? Or is it mostly mm -hmm. physical? Diet's a big part of it too. But you know, oftentimes it's like, like everything, like diet training, like I can get into the very logistical, like applications of that. And the more I've been in coaching and training, the more I realize, like, that is the, that's the simple part, because that's like that one side of the brain where it's like, all right, just do this, you know, follow mm -hmm. this, follow this, follow this, we can get that down. It's the other side of it, which the, uh, it's the emotional side. It's the creative side, which we think we can shut down a bit because we're so motivated and I just need to follow this, but eventually that's going to catch up. That's where habits come into play. Yes. Well, anyone can look up a workout. I always say this, you can always look up a workout. You can, there's plenty of information about eating yeah. plants out there. It's, it's following it. It's doing it. It's actually making it work for you and sustaining it. As you said, people are often so excited in the beginning. I'm, you know, what is it? 17 days after January 1st, after people make a resolution, yeah. they're already off the wagon. They're like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and, and like, if like, take that, that's much. a beautiful example right there of like the new year's resolution, because oftentimes like we love to bag on these people and stuff like that too. And it's like, it is, it's like a, what I've, I've had some people that start at that time. And what I realized so much with people who are getting started, because by the time someone comes to see me, 
I'm not the first person that they're talking to about this problem. They've tried, they failed, they've gone through a million different things. There was a study, I think in 2017, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's uh, the average person goes through four different diet cycles a year, you know? So it's like, we're going through these things and it's six weeks at a time, but inevitably it fails. Yeah. So that's like the joke, I've lost 50 pounds, 10 pounds, five times. Exactly. It's a (laughs) bit, exactly. And what that does is on the mindset side is it subconsciously puts this thought into our mind that we don't trust ourselves, that we're going to do what we say we're going to do. So that's why like the best way to really set up a plan is to have a plan down, like put, this is my best effort, but then break it down. All right, what are the non-negotiables that I have this week? Everything in life goes to crap. Like if everything pops up, like heat goes down, like you can think of all these different things that can pop up that could derail you from doing your plan. What can I still get done towards this? You know, like Mm -hmm. with journaling, I have my clients do a lot of journaling work for mindset. Okay. Just opening up the journal and just writing something doesn't have to be a page. Doesn't have to be 10 minutes. Doesn't just opening up the journal and just writing something. Can you do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I can do that. 10 out of 10. Yes, I can do that. Okay. I can do five minutes. Can I do that? Well, I don't know. Well, at one out of 10, what is it? Uh, Seven, not good enough. Okay. You keep building it up. So if every week you're going in and you're doing things that you know, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 that you can do, then each week you're stacking up these things that you said you were going to do and you did them. And that's where you build self-confidence. That's when, when you set a goal, you know, you're going to achieve it. And most people go into programs thinking in their head, like, I know I'm not going to do this. Or yeah. when is the, when are, when is it going to fall off? Oh my God, man, you lost 10 pounds. Yeah, I know. I still got a long way to go. I still, got, It's like, yeah, we dilute down these yes. successes because we believe, when am I going to fall off the wagon? And that's where at the beginning stages, we want to work on that right away, getting really into that. the mindset. I love that whole mindset and that whole attitude that you're, you're bringing out in people because we do have the strength. We do have it inside. It's just the way we have to manifest it, the way we have to find it internally. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, there was, you know, your kid was trapped under a car. Somehow you find this adrenaline mm-hmm. to lift the car up. You have the strength. Mm-hmm. You have it there. You just have to tap into it. And I think it's it's maybe harder for some people than others. There's a lot of people that have had, you know, things that have really gone wrong in their lives and they're mm-hmm. they're trying to recover from either a divorce or a death or something really tragic. And I'm sure you've had people like that. 100%. And again, the question I go back to with those people, I'm, sh- I'm sure everything's going tough. And I absolutely, these are, that's the thing about excuses is like, a lot of excuses are very logical. Like they're good reasons for why you haven't done this. Again, go back to, okay, well, what happens if you don't do anything? Mm-hmm. What happens if you stay exactly where you are? You know, and it's like, yeah. okay, because if you don't do something about this, this is where you're going to be in six months, in one year, in five years. I mean, you you know this path. So if you have a goal that you have and like you want to drop all this weight and you can't even fathom what that feels like, or if you want to build a million dollar business and you never done that, you can't even really fathom what that feels like, right? Like you can't actually step in because you've never done it before. It's a completely new reference point and you don't have that. So you go on faith. What you do know though, is this is where I'm at right now. Do I want to feel like this in a year? No. Okay. Now you can really relate to that. All right. Now we can build a plan up. So again, it's like, we're always talking about point B, where do we want to go? Okay. Where are you right now? Where is your point A? And if you know that, then you can start to understand where the bridge is that you need to fill that gap. 
and then you can start to put a plan down. And my thing with, you know, talk after doing this for a bit, if there's like, I don't want to leave any conversation with a client I have where they don't know exactly what the goal is that they have for the next week to do. All right. If I'm struggling, this is what I do. If I'm doing great, this is what I do. And then we go into the next week and we adjust it again. And then it's. I love that. And I love that you're meeting with people on a weekly basis because sometimes people just need a someone to talk to just to kind of throw these ideas out and where should I go from here? And that's, it's so wonderful that you touch base with them like that on a mm -hmm. personal level. Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, I have my own coaches. I have coaches that I've worked with forever, you know, and we do the same thing and I'm diving into all the crap that I'm going through or in my head. And oftentimes it's just talking through it and just going through and then you set up a plan for the next week and you go. So we like to overcomplicate things in our mind yes, because there's I so bet you many times you find the answers yourself. 100%. Yeah. yeah. There's so much information out there. I mean, it is like logically, yeah, you can find any program, you could find any nutrition plan, you can find a million different meditation apps and mindset programs mm -hmm. and stuff, all that stuff. But to know exactly where you're at and where you want to go, like that just takes some time with yourself. So like, if yes. you're getting into this, like, don't think like you have to solve the plan of what you're going to do today or in this time. It's, it could take some time. I mean, it took me a while to really know exactly what the purpose of my business was going to be in the middle of finding that purpose and the message that I wanted to have. I was still doing stuff every day. I was working towards certain mm -hmm. things. And then all of a sudden it just clicks and then it starts yes. to build. And then it starts to just spiral up. You well, know? you seem very, very passionate about what you do. It must be very fulfilling to help people 100, like that. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if uh, someone's listening, they would like to reach out to you, talk a little bit more about what you do. Where can they reach you? Sure. Uh, you can go to my site, which is mystrengthconnection.com. Um, on there, you can. Uh, there is a free ebook that you can download on there. It's called the One Day Strength Challenge. This is about how to start trusting your own intuition and developing your own intuition into designing a program. Uh, you can get that. Um, you can also just book a call with me right there if you really want to dive in and chat about this stuff as well. Um, or on the platforms, you can just go to Facebook, Instagram, uh, Mike underscore strength underscore connection is my, my handle. Uh, go check it out. I have a podcast. It's the strength connection podcast, uh, that I do. There's 150 plus episodes that you can dive into there. So all, I love it. And you stuff. talk to different people from all walks of life. So you hear kind of what, what their strategies are. Oh yeah. I do like, I do one interview a week, uh, with people that I have. And then I also do one solo episode where I just kind of dive into, what I'm working on, what I've learned from the different podcasts and uh, just connect a little bit more one-on-one. -on -one. I love it. I love it. What a great conversation, Mike. Thank you so much Same. for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Robin. appreciate it. Mike Kirkowski, The Strength Connection. And thank you for being with me for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Again, please subscribe and I'll keep you posted on my most recent episode. Until I see you next time, keep living well.